I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen, misunderstood, emo, Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. <laughs> I'm Tom, and I play Jimmy, the best Toreador from the 80s. Hi, I'm Super Cookie. I am playing Coco. As the sun sets on November 3rd, our cast of vampires begins to rouse for the evening. Jimmy. Yes? It's been a few episodes since the camera has seen you. And towards the end of last night, you received a page from a number. Art, would it be a number that he recognizes, or is this a new burner? This would be a forwarded number. So you know how you can spoof phone numbers so it makes it look like the call's coming from inside the house? Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of those numbers that looks kind of familiar, and the message is going to be 8675309, because that is something that Jimmy will absolutely know. Eight six seven five three oh nine. I hate you that you went there, but at the same time, I know that that makes total sense. I know it's the best. All right. I trust that you wouldn't have called him back because you were dealing with some stuff. But tonight is a new evening. Yeah, I'm just wondering if the people who are sheltering him are going to talk to him when he wakes up or are they going to be already in bed sun comes down jimmy rouses from his day sleep and what precautions did you take in this room what does this room look like that you stayed in so the room that jimmy stayed in was the ensuite of a bedroom so he slept in the bathtub and There's no windows, so there's nothing to worry about there. But he cracks open the door to the bedroom to make sure that there's no sun. And there is not, for it is nighttime. Good, just need to double check. Strange things are happening. Mm -hmm. He's going to listen out to see if uh, there's any noise around, maybe a TV on. You can hear the sound of the knockoff version of CMM out there playing, talking about the upcoming sports ball games on Sunday. Presumably that is where the male occupant of the house is. Possibly with the wife sitting there watching with him. Jimmy's going to head on over and go, Hey, good to, Evening, guys. The man, Greg, will turn to see you come in. I assume that you are wearing the exact same outfit you were wearing last night? Yes. He gives you a little bit of an appraising look, given as when he saw you last night, you were smelling deeply of alcohol and a bit of a mess. And your sister will get up from the couch and come around the side of it. It's like, oh, Jimmy, you're up. 
Yeah, sorry for intruding. I just didn't know where to go. No, no, it's it's fine. We are you okay? I'll I'll manage. Yeah. You sure? Because she seems like she doesn't want to say it because it's the kind of traumatic thing that bring you back up could maybe send you back down to where you were yesterday. Yeah, you just you. Things will go on. I'll have to uh, learn to live. Do you need something to eat? Some we had dinner a little while ago, but I can heat you something up. I I don't want to intrude or anything. I've already intruded so much. Jimmy, she just rubs at your like upper arm bicep area. Just kind of trying to be affectionately to see if you're down for a hug. Uh, blush of life real quick. Go in for the hug. And she gives you a, a big, strong, squeezy hug and just kind of holds you and tries to wish positive vibes in your direction. Um, yeah, I think a small bite to eat could be good. Maybe a, uh, no, not a beer. Maybe a coffee or a tea. Yeah, I can go put the kettle on. And she will head into the kitchen, put on a little pot of water, and flick on the burner to start heating that up. Spends a few moments going into the cabinets, getting a little thing for sugar and a little thing for creamer with a little spoon next to it, and little cups on saucers. And they're all very nice floral patterns. and puts them on the table, goes into a cabinet down below, pulls out, a little thing of like biscuits, crackers, cheeses, little little snacky foods to go with. Jimmy's going to stay with Greg for a moment as his sister goes away. You can still see her down the other end of the room into the next room through the open doorway. Going to say it a little under his breath then, a little quieter. Look, uh, Greg, I know we're not on the best of terms and I'm sorry for coming here. I'll be out of your hair. If not tonight, then tomorrow night. He pushes a button on the remote and mutes the TV as you start talking to him. And then he gets up and turns around and faces you. It's not with a look of malice or contempt, but it's not exactly a happy look either. It's just a very neutral. And he says, it's, I understand, Jimmy. I know it's a it's a trying time for you, and we both love your sister very much. So, to an extent, you are family. Thank you. I just don't want to overstay and become a burden. No, it's it's fine. We we do well enough on our own for now. The kids are away for the the weekend, but. Maybe come visit. Yeah, uh, I will. He reaches out for a manly handshake. Jimmy returns. And you stand there for a minute with your handshake, with your moment with Greg. Then you hear the kettle whistling in the other room. I better go grab my snack. I'm sure she'll be happy to continue to talk with you. Have a good one. He gives you a nod, turns around, sits back down on the couch, and 
unmutes the TV. The camera will follow you walking through the doorway into the kitchen. And on the other side, it transitions into a bedroom in a small basement apartment where, Missy, you have awoken for the evening. Look over towards Coco. She's still out. As you sit up and you look, you can see that her monster hands are gone. Back to just her normal people hands. And she does seem out for just an additional moment. And then, Coco, you also return to the land of the living. Well, the first thing I do is run my hand through my hair. Oh, my God. No more monster hands. Yeah, let's uh, let's get out of here. Give Calvin his place back. Let's go find Art and Jimmy and figure out how we're going to clean up your mess. I know. I'm sorry. I am sorry. We'll have a better night. I promise. Yeah. You know what will make it a hundred percent better? No, but I'll try. No, no, just just don't murder anyone. Pretty easy. Okay, but like I made a promise, right? Mm-hmm. You'll let me paint you on the roof. Don't forget. Yeah, if you could go how long without murdering anybody? One month. One month. So, let's see. All right, let's go. Calvin will give us a ride to the... Shit, I don't even know where to meet Art. So she'll pull her phone out and she'll text Art. Uh, where should we meet up? And as you see the letters typing out on your phone, it'll transition from your screen to another screen that says, Bing, new message. Art, where do you wake up this evening? It is not in the mall for obvious reasons. It is a basement storeroom of what looks to be this closed-down computer repair shop. One of those places that used to be really big in like the early 2000s. They do all the computer repairs for everybody before the big box stores started doing their in-house repair stuff. So it's been vacant for a while. There's a thick layer of dust, but there is a brand new shiny padlock on the front door. But downstairs, it's among the racks of dusty old rotting equipment. The phone screen lights up and Art just snaps the phone off of the shelf. He's been resting on the floor. The basement windows have been entirely like pasted and bagged over. They've got cardboard. It's like duct tape, cardboard, duct tape. Nothing's getting through. An important question before you respond is, did Raven spend the day with you? Yes. So she is also rousing as you rouse. And he doesn't say anything as of yet. He is got his little haptic wand out, and he is tapping a response to Missy, saying, for now, the mall is okay. Send. Missy Look at the response. Look over at uh, Coco. Looks like we're headed back to the mall. Sweet. I need to get changed. Uh, Missy will just get up, exit the room, find Calvin, see if he can give us a ride. 
Calvin is waiting eagerly on the other side of the door. He seems to be checking his watch. And when he come out, he, he stops and he's like, oh, you guys are off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can we can we get a ride back to the mall, or should we just? No, 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 no. I got you, got you. Okay, all right. Uh, do you need anything before we go? No, no, I, I'm I'm good. Can you just uh, just kind of side eye over at uh, Coco and just lean in towards Calvin? Can you just give me the text me the information of where she is so I can just check on her? I'm sorry, I'm confused as to what you mean. Her mother. She wants the the address so she can go and check on her. He could probably hand you a little envelope that has some of that stuff in it. Okay, that's fine. And then he is happy to load up the two of you into his car and start heading back to the mall. As the three of you go through the door out into the basement area of this apartment complex, walk up the stairs and out the door. The camera once again transitions back to a quaint little kitchen as Jimmy and his sister sit down and have some tea. Green tea. Just that's just like I remember my favorite. Well, I felt it appropriate. So it's, it's been a while. How, how are you doing? Oh, we're, we're doing well. The, the kids are away. They went on a camping trip with some friends. So it's just the it's just the two of us until last night. Oh, well, sorry to drop by on alone time with uh, you and the hubby. She reaches a arm across and does that thing where they grab your, your forearm and just kind of squeeze. No, it's okay, Jimmy. It's, it's important. Yeah, well, uh, thank you for letting me stay. Um. Anytime, Jimmy. I uh, need to go see some people tonight, though, so I don't think I'll be back. Of course. I won't be here when you need us. Just don't be such a stranger. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take you guys out to karaoke someday. She pauses for a moment. Have you ever gone karaokeing with them before? Uh, no. When they got married, did you sing at their wedding at some compassion probably yeah that sounds like something jimmy would do <laughs> went to the dj was like yo play this he picks up the mic and just just belts one out there for sure that memory flashes to her as she simply is like yeah we can we can plan some some sort of small quiet evening quiet dinner go somewhere yeah Sounds great. When you're ready. I, uh, you know what? I actually don't have your phone number. She will pull out a piece of paper and get it written down. I'd be like, you should just get a phone, Jimmy. I don't know why you're so against it. Eh, they're just weird. Plus, I have a phone at where I, where I stay. Just like a landline. It's good enough. She just shakes her head a little bit. It's like, ah, Jimmy. Is there, is there anything you need me to do or anything? Like, I, I feel bad just dropping by and. No, no, you were, you were in a space where you needed family and support. 
We get it. Tell you what, I'll talk to Greg, and then next time we meet up to talk about our little going out, if there's something that he needs doing, we'll we'll see about getting it done. Okay. That sounds good. You have your tea. You have your little cheese, crackers, biscuits, whatever she serves with. It's just something to, to get in your stomach, something light, because you had a... A terrible night of drinking and stuff last night. Sure did. And then what is your next course of action? Uh, thanks for everything. Of course. Do, do you need me to get you a Uber? Yeah, actually, that'd be great. She pulls out her phone, makes a comment about how, look how easy it is to get connected to everything that you need to get connected to. Can't get an Uber on your landline and arranges transport for you to whichever address you give her. Yeah, he's going to pick somewhere in his turf area, but not the mall. Probably a, a gas station or something that's nearby. And as she is on her phone operating the app, camera cuts over to the little tech store where Art and Raven are. She gets up, she does a little pointless stretch, and you will see a moment of concentration go across her face, and then color begins to return to her skin. Oh, why do you waste your time with that? She pulls up her phone and begins tapping away with her fingers. It says, because it makes this easier. Show off. And it's a little safer. She's clearly checking emails and various activities that happen throughout the course of the day, as I am sure you are as well. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So we both survived the day. Yes. Now it is another terrible evening in which this about the run amok in the city. Yeah, that's, that's not great. It is not, but... Like I said, I think I know where one is, and I think I know where the other one may be going. A few minutes will pass as you guys check your various electronics, and she'll put her phone away and look around a little bit and say, so who's good to eat around here? If you don't mind, that is. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Knowing your proclivities. Uh, I would say there is the Grunge Bar on 8th. It's uh, Saturday night. Otherwise, you would be having to go down to the uh, Japantown area. There's these two guys. They're dancing at the karaoke bar every Friday, but uh, it may be quieter now. But no, the Grunge Place, it's it's perfect. It is. It's your kind of scene. She gives a little nod, pulls the phone back up, types in to find the address. And she will ask, do you want me to hang around with you tonight, or should I go about other business? Oh, do not worry about me. Go about your business. It will be fine. I'm going to get with the Coterie and see what has transpired with them and start planning the raid. Yeah, it's going to be a thing. 
it is going to be a thing. It would be much easier if we just had the authorities raid it during the daylight hours. But we have to make sure that Sweeple is going to be there, yes? It would be kind of embarrassing if she wasn't. I agree. It will not need to be embarrassed any further. It's been a hell of a week. All right. Uh, I'm going to grab a bite and then hit the road, I guess. Very well. You stay safe and uh, keep an eye out. Yeah, and she will send you contact. She's like, all right, here's the big guy. Here is Elizabeth. Here is Alex to send you the contact information for the sheriff and the two long-term hounds. Well, I will put them on the burner just in case. Goes to give you a fist bump and heads out. Yep, fist bump, and uh, he will vacate the premises as well. He's already uh, texted Missy, and he will send uh, another page to Jimmy. Jimmy, your pager will beep as you are driving in this Uber. It is a different number this time. It is 531-8008. As Jimmy looks at it upside down, it will spell boobies in alphanumeric. Hold your horses, champ. Another minute or two will go by as the Uber is driving you and you will come up to your destination. Thanks for the lift, man. He's like, no, not a problem. Just make sure five stars rate. You know, have a good night. Yeah. Jimmy just walks off. Into the gas station and goes to the clerk at the gas station. Can I use your phone? It's a payphone around the back. Jimmy goes around back, puts in two quarters because, geez, crazy payphones are expensive these days. And calls Art. It is about time. Where are you? Uh, a couple blocks from the mall. The mall is safe for now. It is empty. I told your people to vacate for a few days there at the bar down the street. It has been an eventful last few nights for you, hasn't it? You could say that, yeah. I am doing what I can to make it go away. The prince knows. As she should. We are going to have to take the lead in dealing with Sweeple and Cheshire. Sounds fun. Fun is a word for it. Tell me, how good are you with a machete? Well, I'm no Vietnam vet, but uh, I'm okay. Good. I'll discuss it more when they get back to the mall. We'll meet in the usual place. Radio. Catch you on the flip side. Good to see you're not dust. Yeah, it's great. Click. And Jimmy hangs out. A car drives by this gas station. Inside, Calvin, Missy, and Coco. Kevin, can you just get us to the closest uh, door to the food court? 
I can do that. Yeah, because he's not going to make small talk. And a short while later, Jimmy walks up to the mall, and Missy and Coco are inside the mall, heading to the food court. Are are you? You probably beat them there to the mall, right? Probably. I have ways. Before I sit in the food court, I'm going to do my usual checks. I want to see if everything is still ship shape in my den. And uh, if there's anything interesting, I will transfer to my phone to review off of the uh, isolated server that Art will keep. Because that's the easiest way to make sure that something isn't hackable is to make sure that it can't connect to the internet. I don't think anything super crazy like happened. He's also checking subscription numbers because he did just do a podcast episode about a wolf killing an eagle in a mall parking lot. Nothing super crazy has come back from that yet. Uh, your podcast numbers are as you would expect them. Nothing having it shut down or a giant spike in downloads or anything along those lines. And he should really stop looking because it's not good for you to just keep looking obsessed over those numbers like that. It's just, it's bad for you. Hey, look, a guy's got to make his meal somehow. All right. You will notice as you flip through the day real quick that around two, two and a half hours ago, the watchmen start moving everybody out so that they would be out by the time that the sun goes down. Including Madame Fina gets ushered up with everybody else. And then after you see the watchmen leave, about 45 minutes ago, there was a package that was dropped off outside of Madame Fina's place. The delivery guy looks kind of confused and just is like, looking around this super empty mall, like it's already empty, but like super empty now. And he seems a little creeped out by the place, but you see him phone in one hand, box under the other, and is just looking around. Drops off the package and then leaves. Well, we'll do a quick check to see what the package is. Don't need to open it just yet. I need to make sure it's not like a bomb or something, you know? Checking out the package as you hear Missy and Coco walking towards the food court. It seems to have a legitimate address on it. It has live animals on the side of it. It has some holes poked in it. And as you get up on it and maybe give it a little nudge with your foot, you can hear the croaking of frogs. What? Well, I always wanted to break into a fortune teller's store, so we're going to go ahead and uh, make sure these little beauties have their uh, their space inside, and they're well taken care of. I imagine in the years that Art has been here, he has had keys made for all of these doors. Everybody has to go through security office to get the keys to their store. Do you do any rooting, or do you just drop the box off inside? Minimal rooting. I like Madame Fina. I don't want to uh, bother her too much, but you know, eh, she is away. I will play. 
you will see a lot of the usual stuff that you see in here. Of things that are unusual that one would not expect to find in a fortune teller shop, besides the frogs that are under your arm, include a crockpot slow cooker that is in the back room. It's not on, it doesn't have anything in it, but it's there hanging out, clean, unused. Not brand new, but probably something brought from home and left here. You are lucky. It is it is lucky pot for you because it is empty. It means you will not go inside and be cooked into stew. Now, is there a place for me to put you to where you will not die? Presumably, she will be back tomorrow, and that you know these frogs aren't going to just explode and die after you know. Oh, you waited thirty six hours instead of thirty five hours to get them out. They're dead now. Hey, look, I have to pay attention to TOR, okay? I suppose another sort of oddball thing you would find is a small aquarium that's there. It doesn't have water in it, but it's glass lid, and then there is some rocks in there with a couple other little things for presumably somewhere where these frogs are going to end up. Oh, well, perfect. We'll put them in there. As you finish with placing these frogs inside this terrarium, turning around and heading back to the door, you will see Jimmy come around the corner towards Madame Fina's. Well, I will freeze and I will fade from sight. Jimmy, as you are walking through the mall, there is nobody in here. Fuck. None of the locals, none of your watchmen, none of your herd, not even Sal. And as you're heading towards Madame Fina's, you can look over the edge and you can see Coco and Missy sitting at the food court. And there is no light coming from inside Madame Fina's. Still going to go to Madame Fina's and at least try and open the door. Did Art lock the door behind him coming in? He did not. Door is unlocked. So he's going to open the door. Madam Fina, you here? You hear the very subtle, muffled croaking of frogs. Jimmy's going to go in. Uh, Madam Fina, if you're here, I'm looking for your tarot deck, and I'm just going to check one. Just, just one. He's going to go to the table that she usually does it, take a quick look around there, maybe the counter where she does stuff not not an in-depth search so jimmy flips over just the top card the card that you pull is the lovers it is upright from your conversations with madame fina you know that this is representative being at a crossroads choices commitment falling in love and partnerships well Clearly, I need Madame Fina here to do this properly. He puts it on top and walks away. And yeah, heads to the uh, cafeteria. Missy and Coco, does Jimmy walk into any conversation as you are waiting for him? Well, it's, it is creepy that there's no one here. I get it. Okay, my actions like have a lot of consequences for more people than just me now. Okay, I'm sorry, miss. I'm sorry. Missy's uh, undoing the braids that were put in her hair last night. 
No, I, I, I hear you. You're sorry, but I mean, probably best that it's empty now. But I'm sure we can uh, figure this all out and get it back to normal. Huh. Art's got a plan. Not going to worry about it. Okay. Um, but like, I know, like, no, got it, no killing and stuff. And that is like really cute little curl pattern that that's like, we should let, you should let me do your whole head. But, um, a little hungry too. So, like, I haven't had breakfast hungry, but like, not like I want to kill anybody hungry because like I learned my lesson, right? Yes. You just take enough to, to satisfy and you don't need it every day. It's not like you have to have breakfast anymore. What do you mean? Like you can't, like well, you just you just fed yesterday. Jimmy walks over. Hey, ladies. Where's Art? Uh, I thought you knew. No, said uh, he said to meet us meet meet at the mall. So I figured we were meeting at the food court. Yeah, that's what I figured. No, he told me the food court. So yeah, I just called him. Ten minutes ago. As everybody's chatting, Art is going to arrive from the direction of Madame Thena's. He is fully visible. He's wearing the same stuff he did yesterday. Looks kind of surly, more than usual. Already got a cigarette in one hand. So why is the place empty? Because I told your herd to clear out. Oh. But I'm hungry. That's a bummer, as you like to say. <sighs> Alright. Okay, so, like, it's totally all my fault because I made some um, bad decisions. D- bad decisions. No, I know they're bad um, decisions, but, like, you know, it... This this is hard, okay? So I'm trying, and I know it's not as hard as, like, hard can be, but I'm sorry. Carol visiting wasn't your fault. Carol dying wasn't your fault either. That was an interesting video to watch, let me tell you. That's not what she's talking about. She's talking about all that other stuff. Oh, yes, the <laughs> piles of dead people. Yes, that. That's what she's talking about. What happened now? Okay, so like piles is a little um, dramatic. If it's more than one, they're piled. It was one, though. Art just raises an eyebrow. Yesterday it was one, but... uh... It wasn't even just one yesterday, it was two. Exactly. But like only one was like kind of my fault. Because, like, I was manipulated, but that's a whole nother thing. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, see? She's she's learning to, to take responsibility for what she did. She recognizes there are consequences, and she's ready to follow the rules. In exchange, I have to be gal pals, let her braid my hair, and she gets to paint me. So you both... Oh, me. Don't say it like that. Oh, my God. For real. It's great. Well, you do have this nice little curl thing going right now. I told you. 
just glaring at Art. I mean, a perm would be better. Ew. No one does that anymore. Stop. Well, there is room in Mall if we want to install a salon. Anyway, I am getting ahead of myself. Look, we, the important thing is I asked heard to clear everybody out of Mall because I thought Camarilla was going to come invade the place and kill all of us because the harpy died in our parking lot last night. Fortunately, we are now working with them in an official capacity. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. They made me a deputy. Congrats. How come you weren't more broken up about the Carol thing? Me? Yeah, you. The one that was fawning all over every time she came in. Couldn't just tripping over yourself to do things for her. But technically, that is what got us into all of this mess, yes. And and now it's like you don't even like, eh, he, he tells you she, she died here in our parking lot, and you just are like, meh. What is that? Art doesn't say anything. He's seen the video. <sighs> it has come to my attention that it is good she's dead. It has come. I am glad she has be turned to dust. She was a horrible, horrible kindred. I mean, I already knew that. And Art already knew that. Mm, yes. She was nice to me. Mm. Surprised it took you this long to realize it. You uh, might not be aware, but I'm... I, I was certainly bloodbound to her. What? Really? Bloodbound? Nobody ever would have ever. Yes, we knew. Okay. Well, when the bond breaks, you stop caring as much. And you remember everything. Missy's just going to look at Coco. This is why you don't feed off of another kindred. Yes, it was. Yes, you turn into Jimbo. You get a perm. Yeah, he tried to do that to me. Ew, Jimmy, rude. Did, didn't he? Carol ordered me to. I know, I know. I can't just throw all the blame at her, but have you ever been bound, Missy? You just, everything. Not to a kindred. No. No, I do the bounding. Me. Nobody controls me. I control somebody else. You don't do it the other way around. I've been bound to her since I turned. I have had no other anything. No other perception other than that i'm glad she's dead so weird are you like a total different person now are you gonna like start listening to better music i listen to the best music let's just leave it at that well i think the better question is are you gonna no longer you know beat up members of the coterie hmm yeah 
I mean, I think that, I think that's the the more prevalent question right now. I don't think that's how blood bonding works. There is a mix of things. Coco? Yeah. I sincerely apologize for what I did. You did not deserve that. There was... I I don't want to make excuses, because I think I'm... There is no good enough excuse. But the two things that led me to do what I did, I was angry because... Everyone kept saying everything was my fault, and frankly, it was. And second, Carol picked you. She wanted to, I believe she wanted to make you her kindred. And I was afraid she would pick you instead of me. And when I was bloodbound to her, I wanted to eliminate a threat. Oh my god, Jimmy, like, thank you. And I just, like, stand up and try and give him a hug. Like, I get it. Like, I'm so sorry. Just that little bit that you made me feel like I loved you. Like, I can't imagine what you went through for your whole life. And honestly, like, I've just been waiting for somebody to tell me that they're sorry. Like, thank you. Jimmy hugs back. Like, a proper embrace. Not not embrace, embrace, but proper hug. That was very touching. I am glad we have made inroads as a coterie tonight, but we do have more pressing concerns, such as the reason that I had the mall evacuated. I thought we were all going to be turned to dust and the mall was to be put to the torch. Yeah, but that's not happening now. Now you're a deputy, everything's smoothed over, and we have to do what now? I want to know, what's the price of becoming deputy? What did you have to pay? Or what did you have to do? What they will have to do. And that is commit matricide, as he looks at Coco. Um, I don't know what that means. So... Question, what happened to, like, Summer? Did you make her go, too? Am I in, like, more trouble? Summer is the one that you put the tracker on, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she's gone. Alive. But she's gone. Okay. But, like, now that you're a cop, are you going to put it back on? No. There is no need. I am here with you right now. Did... Did Coco finish technically her part of... She did not. Was it to murder the, or the, the kindred who did it, or to discover who? After speaking with the prince and the sheriff, she will be released from her oath of introduction, we'll say, when Sveeple is turned to dust. Or staked and then presented to the Ivory Tower for judgment. But suffice to say, kiddo, we have to stake your mom. 
I'm pretty sure I saw that movie, and like that means that I'm gonna die too. Uh, uh no, no, that that is Hollywood propaganda. That does not actually happen. It's actually a very common occurrence that uh, we kindred kill our sires. We usually can't stand each other. It is rare that it happens the other way around. Um, I'm just, yeah, what, I just need like a second just to do like a think because this is all just like a lot. And I promise that like I wouldn't kill anybody for like a month. So trying to do good. You don't have to do the killing. We can do the killing. I am just telling you right now. That is what I'm going to have to do in order to cut free the sword of Damocles over your head, so to speak. I have to make sure that Svipel is no more, that we break the Sibat presence in the city. I mean, it's going to happen whether or not you agree to it or not. Like, I kind of figured that. <laughs> like, it just wants to make sure you're going to be okay with it. And I think the correct answer Yes. Okay, like, I get it. I I get why. Um, I just kind of feel like a little soft spot and stuff, like, because it seems like she's got a pretty good thing going, and clearly she hasn't been, like, a problem around here. What if we just talk to her and are like, you know, I have to stay here. I can't be, like, running with your pack and stuff, but, like, maybe you guys should, like had a couple towns over or something like that would work no 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 there's a pause if you think it will work then if you know how to arrange a meeting with her we will have that discussion she kind of just ghosted me though like that's not cool art taps his nose I'm sure you have a way to find her. Is that another dog joke? Because, like, I asked Missy to, like, chill on the dog shit for, like, a little bit. <laughs> I haven't made a dog joke. Yep. <laughs> I have not. Not today. But I think what he's trying to say is you, you know, you can do things now. And one of those things is... Finding people. You may have a supernatural link to your sire that I do not have to mine, or that mischief does not have to hers, or that Jimmy does not have to his. I do not know all of the secrets of the blood for gangrels. You may have something like that. I have read it in books before. And if not, well, we have other avenues, but... If you make the effort and you are able to find her or call her to you in some way, it does make things infinitely easier for the rest of us. She did tell me basically that I needed to like um get into like Zen mode and like talk to the beast within. Like it was all very um like ethereal, I guess. I don't know if that's the right word. Or, like, spiritual, maybe. So I should spend some time, like, by myself, though, for sure. We'll keep your phone on you. I have some plans to make. You take your you time. I suppose if you want to call the herd back, Jimbo, they are at the bar down the street. 
I'm sure Madam Fina would like to come back to her place, give you a proper tarot card reading or whatever it is you do. And um, I will have to put some things together and track her down. Rightio. Jimmy heads up and leaves. Oh, but then he turns around. You said we have to get rid of the Sabbat. Does that include Cheshire? It does. And that's part of the deal? The deal has been expanded, yes. <sighs> Do we know where he is? We might have an idea of where he will be. But look at it this way. If we take care of the two of them now, it means they're not rolling around when the other three show up. Um, Art? Yes? There might be more than just, like, two of them. Like, it seems like she had a whole bunch of, um, like, her pack. Like, her pack. She, there's more. Yes, she has taken over a, a meeting place of biker gang. It was the jacket she was wearing last night when she murdered Carol and talked to you. Oh, I thought she just, like, didn't really have super great style or whatever. That makes sense, I guess. Yes, well, a coat with one arm torn off is wasteland chic. I know it well. Look, I know there will be much more than just her. I know there will be much more than just Cheshire. They are both looking to expand their picks. We will have to nip this in the bud. I must plan. Jimmy heads to the bar. When he brings the herd back, Coco, you can feed off of one of them. If you have to. Yeah, but no more dead bodies in the bathroom. No more dead bodies. Anywhere. Right? No. I, that's what I said. That's like basically what I said. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm going to go. Get changed, get clean up, go hang out in the Forever 21, and just kind of be quiet. I'm not going to, like, call to anyone or anything. I'm just going to try and, like, do, like, a little, like, zen moments, okay? But I'll put my phone on vibrate. Or maybe, like, uh, maybe silent. Like, I'll just be in there. I promise I won't leave, but I'll have my phone on me. Uh-huh. Well, when we need you, we'll come find you. So Jimmy goes off. To get his dudes back, Coco goes off to to try and connect with her her beast. Missy and Art, what are you guys up to? After everybody please, Missy will look at Art and go, so what's your plan? Originally, I just wanted law enforcement to raid the biker bar during the day so we wouldn't have to worry about it, but I don't think I'm going to get that far. Right now, the plan is to make sure that is where she's going to lair during the day and then firebomb it just before dawn. I mean, if we can confirm she's going to be there during the day, I mean, we've got other people that we can send to do that. It doesn't have to be just before dawn. I mean, if you want to make sure it happens. I do want to make sure it happens. Calvin can make sure it happens? I would not ask that of you. It is something I think I have to be there for personally. 
Now that I have said that, I have named the plan. I believe the TV Tropes website says now that it has been explained, it must go wrong. So now I expect Svipel to appear in the mall this evening while Coco is at the Forever 21 trying to touch her inner beast. They will have discussion. Somebody will die. You think Coco's going to kill Svipel? No, I think she'll kill you or me. No. No, 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 no. Not after what I went through last night. She's not killing anyone. No. Well, just in case, you still have the steak I gave you the other night? I do. And if you think she's going to show up, then I'm okay with using Coco as bait. Good, because that was plan B. Okay. A B for bait. I just, you know, hang out there and invisible and see what happens. Yes, I will cover other entrance, I think. I have cameras. I am trying to make sure I am monitoring movement because she does not realize she can be seen on them. If you have camera phone, you can have it record. And if you see somebody come across screen, it is not there, you know. Who they are. If I'm invisible, though, she's gangrel. She can smell you. So what do I do about that? Stab her first. But she knows Coco's scent, and if I'm in the Forever 21, can't I just wear stuff Coco's worn and have her scent? You could. I don't know too much about how to to shake scents, but in my time, we had to escape dogs. We did that by following river or throwing out bits of meat to disguise our scent. Eh, we rolled around in the mud and the snow. Oh, yeah. Like that one movie with that guy. All the mud. The alien couldn't see him anymore. Oh, yes. The Predator movie. Yes. Yeah. It is same kind of thing, yes. Okay. You know, you could do the same thing. Set up tripwire inside Forever 21. Worst comes to worst, Coco trips over it on the way out. All right. We'll do that. See if she shows up tonight. If not, then we have the plan for the morning, right? You'll get Calvin set up, ready to go. And just have to make sure that she is going to be there, yes. I mean, you can firebomb it anyway. She doesn't need to have people on her side. Weakens her. That is a good point. I will make some preparations. I will make sure everything is ready, and we will uh, we will see if she appears here tonight. Okay. And she'll get up and head toward the Forever 21, knowing what she has to do. Art, do you show Missy a picture of Sveeple? I do. Before you leave for that Forever 21, as Art shows you that picture of her, you have seen her before. White hair. Mm-hmm. Trapped me in an alley. Yep. Some weird freaky. Hmm. You saw her moving through the crowd. And then you followed her out into an alleyway that mm-hmm. if you were to go and look at the alleyway where 
Coco was embraced, you would find it very familiar. Art, this is that person that I followed that trapped me in the the, the four way alley. This is this is them. There, there was no four way alley. There was a four way alley. Don't tell me I'm crazy. I will not say anything about you being crazy. But you have seen her before then? Yeah. I followed her out at that party. I followed her out the back door and I got stuck in this, the same alley in all directions. So if that wasn't real, like you claim, then how did she make me see it? And if she can make me see things, what do we do to combat that? Take a picture with your camera phone. Putting a lot of faith into a little camera phone, but okay. Yes, well, we must move with the times. As for what is happening with with this one, if that happened at the party and it was her, then she has been here much earlier than we anticipated. For that matter, she may have never left. Missy's eyes just start scanning them all like she could be here right now. Hmm. She could be, but if she was, then we would be dead. All right. Okay. Just have my phone, Forever 21, tripwire. Do you have stuff to make a tripwire? Uh, there should be some things at pawn shop if you need key here. Ooh. And Art will uh, pull a key off the key ring that goes to Sal's pawn shop. God, I'm going to go shopping. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see anything. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, text you if something happens. I will be nearby. Okay. And you have Calvin's number. Just call him. Just text him. Tell him I told you that he you needed help and he's going to help you. Yes, I can do that. Okay. And show walk off. Art's going to head back down to his studio. His haven. As the two of you split, the camera will fade over to the Forever 21. The first thing that I do when I walk in the Forever 21 is just check my painting and my art stuff. Make sure nobody is fucked with anything else. Any mess that was left from Jimmy, like, ruining my art, like, I just clean up. And then I want to get changed into something comfortable because I'm pretty sure when you try and focus and do all that like introspective stuff, you need to be in comfortable like clothes. That makes sense to me. So something cute and comfy and, you know, just fix my hair. Easy enough to do. Nothing really seems to be messed with. It's all as you remember it. Yeah, so then I want to go about setting up the space for, like, meditation. Make sure that my papers that I put in the wall to, like, make give myself a little privacy in those big windows, make sure they're all stuck where they need to be. See if I can find maybe, did I buy any candles or, you know, something? 
If I could light something on fire, that would be perfect. Maybe spray some perfume so it doesn't, it's not super like stinky, you know, because you normally have essential oils and stuff for this shit, right? I'm going to assume that you do because I don't know. Well, when we were in rehab and we had to do meditation, they had like the little water fountain thing and all that. So like that's kind of the comfortable area feeling that I feel like I need to make. Maybe I'll get like a pillow and a blanket and make myself some like comfortable spot on the ground and do a sit down. Easy enough to do. Oh, you know what else I need? I'm going to put on my phone some like uh, guys that do the like throat weird noise voices, like the the monk things, the monk music. The Mongolian throat singers? Yes. Sure. Easy enough to jump on the Wi-Fi and get that done. Yeah, and then I close my eyes and then start doing the counting of the breathing. Well, when you start doing that, you will notice something very awkward and that you don't breathe. Ew, so, okay. That's annoying. Then I'm just going to do the in and out like a couple times and count to 10 and see if that helps. Maybe it's because this has been so recent. It's been not even really a week here. And you take a stock of yourself. You try to focus on your breathing, but then that doesn't happen. You're like, shit. No deep breaths. You force it. Deep unnecessary breath in. Deep unnecessary breath out. And you focus in on all of the other things that are different now. Like before, you may have had a soreness or an ache from sitting in the back of that car for a while or perhaps sitting on the uncomfortable food court chairs almost as if they were designed so that people would not hang around for very long after eating. But then you also feel that hunger that you know is deep down inside you but it's not like how it was before where you would just be like man I could really go for some big greasy McDonald's. It's something else and it's not just down in your stomach you can feel it up in your chest and kind of throughout your whole torso your whole body and now that you're focusing on it, it almost makes it worse where you can feel it there and it's that hunger that is pushing you forward and you know how you can make that hunger go away is there anything you try to do to influence here or are you just trying to feel it out and feel what's different about yourself. Just kind of trying to wrap my head around why I feel like a hungry sponge all over and maybe see, because I saw her turn her hands into monster hands and then turn them back. So I just want to see if I can grow my fingernails just a little bit. You push on this hunger, this force that you can feel inside yourself that is more or less permeating your whole existence. It's something that you're looking to slake, this 
what so far has been almost never ending in the past week. But you think back to Sveeple and how she was able to manipulate her form and you push, you push on your hands to try to form them into these, these monster claws and the camera outside sees you sitting there and sees your eyes pop open and they are glowing red as though you were activating your, your eyes of the beast power and you can feel it. There's something there, but maybe it's a matter of practice. Maybe it's a matter of experience or maybe it's a matter of just, just time. Whoa. With that, that feeling, I just want to relax then and like melt into the floor and not think of anything for a few minutes. Except for how hungry you are. Always hungry. I'm not going to murder. Going to be good. Not going to murder. Uh, it will be the poor house. Poor, obviously spelled with a U, but. There, as you walk in the door, you're going to see a place that you're familiar with. No karaoke, though, unfortunately. Pull tables, take out beer, a few tables for people who actually want to sit, TVs. But you will see a bunch of your dudes here, part of your watchmen, part of your herd, and they're hanging out. All right, Jimmy heads over. And uh looks for Nick. And he's there, he's shooting pool, he's clink, bank, 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 bank as you walk over and he looks over like, Oh Jimmy Hey. Uh anything exciting happening? Or happen uh during the day? He looks to the guys for a quick check in. He'd be like, Well, we haven't seen or heard from Steve in a couple of days, but outside of that, nothing. All right, cool. Um, so the mall has been cleared up a bit. Uh, it should be okay to go back if, uh, whenever you guys want, just came by to let you guys know. Appreciate it. But, uh, and at that point you hear a door open and coming out of the bathroom here is, I don't know how happy you are to see him, but out comes Roach. Huh. Uh, that's fine. Just, uh, yeah, have a, have a day off essentially, I guess. Um, uh, I'll be back at the Taco Bell in the morning. Sure. And Nick will look past and see where Roach is coming out of the bathroom and he will Lean and be like, he was, uh, he was looking for you earlier. Oh, good. I wanted to talk to him. Well, good luck. He seemed upset about something. Yeah, that's, it's typical for him. Have a good one. Yep. And he fist bumps as, uh, he gets back to his game. All right. So yeah, Jimmy goes to Roach. Hey, Mr. Roach, I heard you're looking for me. He looks surprised to see you, especially to see you come up to him. So, hey, you know, you were looking for me rather than him having to track you down. And he will 
look around and pull you off to the side a little bit out of the, the main area next to the wall. Walter wants to see you. All of you. Yeah, should be expected. He seemed more upset than usual. As you look at him, you will see that he is bruised. His eyes darkened, but has been covered up a little bit with some makeup. And he has a little bit of a, a limp. Yeah, he's he's not happy. Jeez. Fuck, man. Sorry, he's been a little rough on you, hasn't he? It's not his fault. He's very stressed out. Of course. Look, if, if you want to tell him we'll be over, we'll be over within the hour. But, you know, it's up to you if you want to tell him or not. I really don't care. I, I will let him know. And he looks and he starts walking away and gives a little limp as he gets to the door. Hey, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Um, I just want to, uh, if you want to hang out at the mall or whatever, you know, you're free to. You don't have to stick by him all the time. I, I have very important work to do. He he needs my help. Well, yeah, I, I understand he needs your help, but sometimes you need a break, right? Something peeks through just slightly and he says he gives you a sheepish thank you and then continues out the door. <sighs> There's one ghoul I know who I can... Yeah. Anyway. Jimmy takes a look at his herd. Guys, he really needs a snack. And, uh, you know what? Pops up his collar, turns on awe, and uh, gives himself a snack on someone. And as you pop up that collar, flip on the the old charm, and find somebody to, to have a quick conversation with in private, we will go take a quick break. It is March 10th, 2021. Oh, what's a fun word for getting the band back together? Reunion. I see, I always think of family reunions in those situations, and those suck. You've never had a reunion tour? Well, of course not. You're not in the band. <laughs> what kind of musical band. talent do you trust me to have? That's, that's a good point. If I'm... Invisible, though. She's gangrel. She can smell you. So what do I do about that? Shower more often. I'm sorry, you both spoke at the same time. I said shower more often. Funny. What'd you say? Stab her first. And maybe see, because I saw her turn her hands into monster hands and then turn them back. So I just want to see if I can grow my fingernails just a little bit. Man, you guys remember the Edward Norton Hulk movie? Yes. Mm -hmm. There's that scene at the end where he's doing the meditation thing and then his eyes pop open and they're all Hulk green. Yeah. Exactly that. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly the scene that I'm picturing in my mind. 
This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.